Hey guys, so before the episode starts, I wanted to mention that if you're anything like me, you really, really are careful about where you shop for your beauty products, and I know, but there's a lot of retailers out here, there's a lot of places you can go to, but with all of the madness around what is truly non-toxic beauty, what is clean beauty, what are the products you can really rely on, I think it's important now more than ever to be really mindful of our retailers. So I am here in full support of Ayla which is a wonderful store. It's a place, it's a go-to shop for all of your skincare needs. But more importantly, they are all only carrying products that are highly vetted in the sense of like all of the products are non-toxic, but they also do their homework behind all of the products that they carry in their shop. So you're, you can rely on the fact that these products will be efficacious. They're really tried, true, and tested, you know, in all of the regards. And so I'm really a huge fan of this approach of retail. And I think going forward as a consumer, it's very important for me personally that, you know, wherever I'm shopping, that homework is already done and it's out of the way. So again, check out Ayla if you guys are, you know, interested in finding a new home for your shopping needs. It's Ayla, A-Y-L-A, beauty.com. And I absolutely love every single product that they have, you know, on the shelves. So huge fan also, they just came out with their own serum, and it is really blowing the scene up. I mean, it's a wonderful formula. It's really, really great. It works beautifully, and I just, I love that they're not only a retailer, but they're expanding into their own space, so definitely check them out. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Skincare Anarchy. I am so excited. This is a new launch exclusive and I'm just so excited to dive in. So without further ado, I want to welcome back Mario Dedovanovic of Makeup by Mario. Um, he's here to tell us all about his brand new concealer launch, which just launched today. And I'm just so thrilled because the last time we had him on, you guys loved it and I loved having him on. So Mario, I cannot tell you how grateful I am, how excited i am that you're back on the show welcome back thank you so much hey thanks for having me back i'm so excited to be back thank you so much for coming back oh my gosh i i can't tell you how excited i am and for all the listeners out there i know you guys loved the first part and we got so much great feedback so hopefully you're gonna love this one just as much but mario i know that for the first part we had a little you know back and forth about just your your background but i would love to start this time with just talking about you know you've done so much since then you know the line has really taken off and um we would love to start with you telling us about you know what you've been up to since then and all the new launches um and all of that good stuff if you could start us off uh with that yeah um yeah it's been it's been crazy ever since i last spoke with you there you know the brand has really grown quite a bit since then uh, it's been growing you know very steadily um thank god and and it's been doing really really well so we're just been you know expanding into additional uh, territories um cities states countries um it, you know with sephora we've been growing our team quite a bit i think when i spoke to you last we had you know, not many employees. And I think as of the uh, last week, I think we're at like 65 or 70 employees now here. Um, so it's crazy how much, you know, the company has grown and, you know, just kind of trying to balance um, life and personal life and work and clients and all that stuff. Yeah, no, I bet. I bet it's been a kind of like crazy because I, I know that, um, you know, when you launched that foundation, it was just like, you know, it was game changing. I mean, it was really, really awesome. And for me to see, and I know for everyone out there, you guys can relate, you know, so I can't imagine how much the growth has been, you know, just 
from that launch itself, you know? <laughs> yeah, that, that was a, that, that launch was a game changer. It was so, I still, I get chills when I think about it is that I never forget, you know, we launched on December 26th, which is the day after Christmas. So I yeah. wasn't really on like TikTok during that week too much. And I wasn't really aware it was going on. I was just kind of, of course, like a little fearful. Cause I'm like, okay, I woke up on launch day and I yeah. felt this weird, eerie feeling. Like I was in my apartment here in the city and I was like, oh my God, is my, is the foundation not doing well? Is nobody buying it? Is no one loving it? And then I just I didn't know how to get answers because it was the morning. And I'm like, who am I going to call? It's, it's like the day after Christmas. So I go on TikTok and I start like sliding with my finger and I was just like surreal skin, surreal skin, surreal skin. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> and they were, thank God they were all positive reviews, but I was like, whoa, like that was the first time I actually saw and really felt a product go viral uh, so quickly like that. It was really yeah. overwhelming, but in the best way possible. I mean, uh, it, it exceeded our expectations like beyond. No, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I was not shocked at all, by the way. I'm just going to say this because oh, honestly, obviously it's coming from your mind, <laughs> but I was so excited to see you launch that. And that's really like my first question for you is talking about the, just the brilliance of this product, because I have not seen, and I kid you not, I've, you know, been on the TikTok scene. We've been trying to expand there and I've scrolled through all those videos that you just referenced. And I haven't seen a single person say that this foundation doesn't match them. And that's the really cool stuff, you know, when it comes to what I want to learn about from you, which is that the foundation is just, it's so adaptable, right? Like to your yeah. skin tone. I mean, I haven't seen a single person say this doesn't match me. So how did yeah. you do that? I mean, what is the story behind that? Yeah, well, so so that was one of the main things, right? So every time I approach, you know, a product with, with my product development team, I'm trying to sort of like, figure out solutions to like issues, general issues or problems that I see and that they experience as well, like doing their makeup every day. And, and one of the main things when you think of foundation is, you know, that line of demarcation, right? I see it every single day and it's not, you know, it's of course no one's doing it intentionally. It's just that the foundation doesn't match their skin well. Um, and, and ultimately that is because the sh it doesn't allow your natural skin color is not coming through if that's happening. Right. And or you, you've applied maybe a little bit too much. Um, and so the color is usually too yellow or it's usually too red or too orange. And so I wanted to put an end to shade selection anxiety. And so how we were going to do that was a really long, long uh, process of lots of testing and lots of perfecting and removing ingredients and putting less or more of certain things. And, you know, ultimately what it is, is that it, the formula allows your natural skin to shine through um, even when you're going more, more, more full coverage. So if you're applying or building more product on to get more of your desired coverage level, you're still going to be able to see a little bit of that skin shining through. And so that for me was probably the very most important thing. And um, with the formula in general, like, I kind of looked at it as because it's my first foundation, because, you know, God willing, I'm going to have many foundations down the line uh, because I like all different types of foundations. But if I had to choose, like, you know, I kind of looked at it like, well, if I only have this one shot, what is the formula yeah. that I do? And so for me, it was the the surreal skin because of the luminosity, because of the ability to, you know, to build it so effortlessly and beautifully to go from extreme natural to like full glam. Um, that yeah. formula really allows you to because it, and the way it sets and the way it blends and the way it builds. And so that's pretty much like how it came about. But the you know, I think the shade selection thing is a is a scary, I wouldn't say scary, maybe it, it's a tricky thing. I think even for an artist, you know, when you are going into a store or even online, which is even more difficult, like where do you start, right? There's all these shades yeah. and, and, and yeah. so hard, I think even for pro artists, let alone for the, for the, for the everyday consumer at home. 
And so, you know, having that shade selection anxiety, you know, reduced or removed um, has been a hit for us. And, and I think that we were able to achieve what it was that we were trying to do. Absolutely. You know, and you know what I really loved when I first, like when I first saw it, when I first just experienced it, I was like, you know what? I love that he didn't do the frosted glass thing because like it shows you exactly what the shade is and even though that's a small detail something like that for me as a consumer was huge because I was like looking at it I'm like this looks like my skin tone it literally looks like my skin tone and so picking the foundation even if you're shopping online for it you're looking at it and you're like okay yeah that makes sense this looks exactly like what I would expect you know from my other foundations right like just matching that compared to that so I mean you you doing that by itself that transparency you know for lack of a better term is for me it was huge you know and and of course coming from you it's it's a a given right I mean you always do things so transparently so yeah I I really really enjoyed that as a consumer you know to see you I love like that. that I love that you like the, the clear bottle because oftentimes, like sometimes if I'm not sure hundred percent of a color, I'm I mean literally just grab the packaging, you know, and I put it yeah. to the face, it see right through it. And so that's how I kind of help myself choose, you know, choose a certain shade for someone. So I I very much appreciate the clear glass packaging as well. Yeah. No, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Now I know that we, you know, we are going to be expecting a new launch from you. Um, and I would love for you to talk to us about that. The the new concealer that you're coming out with, you know, yeah. what is the what is the thought process behind this? You know, um, did you craft it similarly to your foundation? If you could kind of walk us through that. Yeah. It well, it works beautifully with the foundation, but it's a very it's it is a very different formula than the foundation in that it is it's obviously more full coverage because it's a concealer. Um mm-hmm. It's self-setting in a way. So like you don't even need to use powder. It's definitely not a super luminous product. Like our foundation is more luminous. Um, the concealer is more like skin-like, right? So it's going to set, it sets to a more skin-like finish, almost like a semi-matte um, self-setting. Yeah. It has caffeine in it, which depuffs. And and um, something else that when I started doing celebrity clients many years ago, I, I always joke with like my masterclass students that the way I lock them in and grab them for life yeah. is my concealer technique, right? Because there's a tightening effect that happens when you set the concealer and it sort of tightens and it kind of gives you this boost of confidence because you feel like it's not going anywhere, right? You can go on a red carpet, you can be out all night and it's not going to budge. And that feeling, I remember me personally always loving that feeling as well. It's like a lift and and, and lock. And so uh, for the new concealer, Surreal Skin Awakening Concealer, um, we have something called lift and lock technology that basically that's kind of like the self-setting element of it. Now wow. you can still set it. I, I often do most of the time, like 80, 90% of the time I still set because I like powder, but you definitely don't have to set with this, with this formula. Um, and, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably my most exciting launch to date. Uh, it's the one product. If I had to choose one product that I'm, I would say most known for definitely by far the most requested, um, in the past 20 years for me, it would be concealer for sure. So <laughs> it's a dream come true. The fact that we're actually, that this is actually launching now and that people are going to be able to experience this product is a dream come true for me. Um, I've waited That's a long, amazing. long time. I love that. I love that you have caffeine in there. I love that you have this like skincare vibe, you know, incorporated into this new launch. I mean, I'm here for that. You know, I think that it's so, so long overdue for, you know, the industry to get into this game of, you know, putting the right skincare products and the right ingredients into makeup because it's, it just goes with it. You know, it jives with the whole idea of, you know, creating your flawless look. So I'm here for it. That's amazing. That sounds so brilliant and I can't wait to try it. Thank you. I'm so excited for you to try it and for everyone to try it. Honestly, it's uh, like I said, it's definitely the most exciting um, 
I'm just so passionate about this product. And it's, you know, yeah. concealer is like that one product, right? Like you, you have to have a concealer. Everybody has a concealer. And it's like, it's that product that I think gives you the most uh, sort of transformative effect and that it can really make you look awakened. It can really make you look less tired. Um, it could really make you look more polished. And so you can do so much with, with a concealer. And um, I'm incredibly excited for the world to experience this one. Absolutely. No, I completely agree. And I, you know, one, one question I do have though, because it is concealer and that's something that I'm, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. Like I told you last time, I don't know how to contour and I don't know much about concealers either. <laughs> I'm kind of one of those, you know, just uh, what works for me works, but I want to know, I know when people are mad, like, sh you know, shade matching for concealer, they're always like, well, you should go one shade lower than your foundation, yeah. like, you know, lighter. Um, do you recommend that with your product or do you think that it would yeah. be a pretty good match? It depends. I mean, okay. So for under eyes, I typically like to go a little bit lighter or I like to go a little bit more on the pinky side. So if it has just a smidge of pink or a little bit of a peach in it, because that's going to, um, it's going to, to help to correct. Right. And also to brighten a lot now concealer for all over. So like, if you have blemishes and things like that, you definitely want that to match like to your foundation and to your skin in general. Um, yeah. and so oftentimes, but what I do most of the time is I will take the same concealer shade that I'm doing under the eyes, that brightening one, and I sort of apply the leftover on the on the doe foot, like to the bridge of the nose, a little dab to the center of the forehead, because I want those areas to be slightly more lifted and slightly more brightened, right? So I will use those right. that lighter shade. That's a shade or two lighter than your than your actual skin that I'm using under the eyes. I do like to use that also because it also creates like a harmonious a harmony and a cohesion to the overall look when you have one color under the eyes and that little bit of color also on the little highlights of the face. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I've definitely heard that before. But yeah, I mean, I, concealer, I think is is one of those things where you can match it directly or do the lighter, like you said. So that's really interesting, and I'm really yeah. excited to see how people utilize it. That's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, you um, can do it. I get a lot of questions about like, you know, how do you apply it over under? You can do concealer under foundation. You can do concealer over foundation, but they work great together. So I'll always use a little foundation after concealer on the brush, like the leftover. And I just buff around the areas where the concealer is put. And that really like marries everything together. So it's all about now, you like- had, You had mentioned, I'm, I don't want to cut you off, but you had mentioned that it's self-setting, right? So like you don't need powder then, right? At all with no, it or- you, okay. you don't need to. I mean, I think a lot of people will still wear powder because they like powder. Um, I'm a huge fan of powder. I've used it so much, you know, always throughout my career. It's one of my top um, most important products, but- you know, for the concealer, I definitely wanted a formula that you don't have to do that, right? You don't have to use an extra step to set it because there are a lot of people who like very natural finish. And I feel that sometimes it's not necessary to use powder, right? So if, right. if you don't need your makeup, let's say to last for 10 hours or 12 hours, or if you're just doing something quick or simple or dinner, you know, you have the ability to put your concealer on, feel secure that it's not going to slide all over your face, that it's going to grip grip onto the complexion and that you're safe, you know, it's not going to move or slide or come off. And so that self-setting uh, element was very important uh, for me in the product development. That's so cool. I love that. I like that you built that in because someone like me, I don't do powder. So it's just too cakey for me. So that's really yeah, cool. That's perfect. I mean, a lot of people don't need powder, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Now, uh, my next question is, you know, what are some things that you would explain to people, like when it comes to getting the most out of your products, you know, especially the new ones, you know, this could be something like application technique or any kind of approach to the amount of products that they should be using or anything that you find to be important that you would want to convey to the audience. Yeah. Let's see. The first thing that comes to my mind, I think is really, and this goes for like my products and any products in general, it, it's sort of like a product thing, but also a technique thing. 
sheer layers, right? So just mm -hmm. put very little bit of, of whatever it is that you're using, start out with very little product because you'll find surprisingly that you actually don't need a lot. I see every single day of my life, whether it's in the office, whether it's outside on the streets, that people are putting too much product on, right? Whether it's foundation, concealer, powder, because you just think intuitively like, oh, I need more of this, or the more pigmented it is, the better it is for me. It's like, no, if you wanna look more natural, if you wanna look like naturally enhanced without looking fully made up, the key is very sheer and light layers. And so that's an application thing, right? How much you apply, but it's also the formula because if you have a formula that's hyper pigmented or that's too much product or too heavy, it's going to be hard to shear it out. And then it becomes like a job, right? To do your makeup because you you got to spend time shearing out and, 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 and putting so many layers on. So that's what I would say is like, you know, everything that I create, I try to do it light enough in, in terms of texture um, and, and formula so that it allows you your skin to breathe and so that it allows you to determine how much coverage and how much you need, right? Instead of yeah. like, yeah, instead of having to like put something on and then freak out that it's too much. It's like your makeup never comes out clean that way and never comes out natural that way. So I think it's all about, um, you know, this sort of controlled application, controlling how much pigment um, and coverage these products have to enable the consumer or person using it at home to, to really build it up how they like. I love that. That makes so much sense because, you know, for someone like me, I go to the hospital every day. So it's like, you know, I don't need 15 layers of anything, you know, no. and I know there's a lot of products out there where when you put them on, it's like instant, like, you know, glam, you're going out for the night kind of thing. And I'm like, I would never walk into a patient room like this. Yeah, I'm scared for, them, you know? for me, even, even if I'm doing, let's say a makeup for a client who's going out at night or, you know, who's ultra glamorous, I still use very more sheer products. And I, and, and even with my product development, like, you know, I create shades for, for eyeshadow palettes and things like that, but I, I'm constantly muting things. So I'm constantly muting things, whether it's complexion mm -hmm. products, whether it's eyeshadows, eyeliners, I like muted versions of high pigment colors because that is what makes it look more natural, more, more earth-like, more human-like. Um, and so like, that's what I'm constantly doing here, you know, in my product development meetings is muting things, shearing things out consistently over and over again. I love that. I really love that. I think that's brilliant, you know, as a t as an overall technique, even for consumers, you know, especially because we have such different lives, all of us, you know, so depending on what you need, I mean, the fact that you have that flexibility there and that you can really amp it up if you want and dial it down if you want, that is so necessary, especially now, you know, in the makeup game. Like, I mean, we've evolved so much in the last, I would say, 10 years, you know, when it comes yeah. to makeup. So yeah, that's amazing. Now, I think my next, um, question is really about the the prepping of the skin because as you know i i'm a skincare nerd um you know and i always have skincare on my face before i apply makeup so what is the best way for us to prep our skin you know i noticed that you don't have a primer in your range but what would you recommend for like oily skin or dry skin specifically so what i do uh, personally when i'm working maybe it's maybe it's slightly different than how one would would do it at home right and also i i'm a little i don't like to give too much advice on this because I'm not a dermatologist. So I don't want uh, some dermatologist to hear what I'm saying and be like, he's wrong. Um, but, uh, well, or that could be you. Um, but I would I, never. <laughs> so what I do is like, I, I always start out with a wipe. I use the makeup and mirror um, wipes uh, because they're not oily at all. And, and, and they have sort of this sort of grip on them. Right. So I sort of wipe areas, especially areas that let's say like the nose or the forehead sometimes can have like drier patches of skin and you don't see it to the human eye, but you can see it in photos or you can see it when you're feeling it. Um, and so what I do is I gently kind of exfoliate with that to kind of remove, you know, also removing the oils at the same time so that I have a fresh start when I'm applying my prep. Um, and then I just kind of go in with a, a with an emollient moisturizer. Um, 
right now, I kind of go back and forth. I'm using the light cream uh, from the Augustina's um, batter. I use the Tatcha Dewy Skin. I use uh, Kim's uh, Skin uh, Moisturizer as well, as it's quite light. And I just apply that with a little um, a little drugstore sponge that my clients love because I wet it and it feels so yummy on the skin when you're applying like a cold moisturizer with a wet sponge. Uh, that's yeah. like their favorite part of the makeup application. And I just kind of get it really, really good into the skin. I blend it down into the neck and the hands, the ears, and I kind of let that sit for a few seconds, maybe a minute. And, yeah. and then I start kind of working. Uh, sometimes I like to take like a tissue. Um, you can see me, right? Sometimes I like to take a tissue um, over the fingers and I kind of just dab the T-zone area just to absorb anything additional or extra, extra shine or oil. And, and then I kind of go right into the prep. Now, a lot of people ask me, you know, well, what about primers? What about if you have oily skin? I personally love oily skin to do makeup on because oily skin takes product well and it takes powder well. And so for me, like the oilier the skin, the more natural the makeup looks because I can put more powder on and it looks undetectable, right? Because that oil yeah. grips it really well. Um, and, and so for me, I've always just used moisturizer as my main prep and then I go right into the products. Um, at times I do use, there have been times where I've used primers, um, I haven't been the biggest fan of primers in my in my career because I've found that some of them or most of them for me personally almost put a barrier in between the skin and the makeup. Uh, yeah. Like hence making yeah. it appear as if the makeup is sitting over the skin as opposed to that the makeup is part of the skin. Right. And if that makes sense. Um, so I haven't used primers because of that um, a lot in my career. Now, there are some I've, I've used in the past that I've liked. Um, and it's definitely a product that I would love to perfect, like my perfect ideal primer right. that really, you know, works as a primer that's going to really enhance how your uh, the finish of your of your foundation. So that's something that I definitely want to work on uh, for the future. Uh, it's not right now or anytime, you know, like this year or anything like that. But that's definitely something in the complexion category that I would love to work on. I would love to see what you come up with because I, I also, by the way, I love your skin picks. Those are all amazing. Thank you. Thank <laughs> so. That's cool. No, I, I think that makes a lot of sense too, actually, you know, because moisturizer is always so nice, you know, to have under anything, whether it's SPF or makeup or anything. So that makes a lot of sense, actually, you know, logistically when you think. Yeah. About I mean, I keep it, I keep it really skin. simple. I keep it, I keep it really simple in terms of like skincare, actually on myself and on my clients, but you have to also keep in mind, like my clients, you know, their skin is so taken care of by the best in the business. And so when they sit on my chair, they're in a pretty good place already. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you know, my next question is really kind of about, about you and, you know, how it's been, you know, in terms of managing your life as like a true pro master artist and then working on your own brand. How has that, you know, juggle been like for you? It's been good. It's, it gets much better and better. You know, I learned so much uh, during the whole process of, of just every day at the brand. Um, I learn a lot every day. The company grows a lot every day. It's, it's strange because it, it sort of, it got to a point, right? Because we were so young and we were such a baby brand for so long and we had such a small team and and I was involved so heavily in every single little aspect. And in a way, how how can I best describe it? I feel like like it's so much bigger than me now. Yeah. The brand has become like so much bigger than me now. It feels strange. I'm like, wow, like to watch it happen so quickly like this. Um it's the best feeling in the world, honestly, but um, I've just kind of learned to kind of, you know, this is my new life now. And it was a little strange before because I'm like, wait, why, what am I doing? You know, I have this brand, I have employees here at the office. I'm like a corporate person now, but I'm also a makeup artist and I have to go do my clients. And it was hard to adjust to that. 
But um, I've, I feel like I fully, you know, I fully adjusted aside from the part of that. I still literally learn things every single day. Um, but it's, it's a very fulfilling experience for me. Um, enlightening, you know, I learn so much and I am um, able to work with the teams closely and contribute um, in the areas that I, you know, that I best contribute to like product development, social media, creative, and all that good stuff. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm still doing my clients. I'm unfortunately, I'm not able to do it as much as I, I was before in the past, but I, you know, I have to kind of about really try to balance and I, you know, try to be there for them when, I, when really it's possible for me to do so. Um, right. but right now I'm definitely, you know, heavily working, uh, mostly on the brand right now and on product things that are coming out. I love that. I love that you're still managing to juggle both sides of it though. You know, that's, I, I mean, have to, you know, yeah. I'm an artist at heart. So it's like, I have to, I have to like, uh, you know, when I'm doing makeup is really, I have to say the only time that I can really lose myself like into this zone of like a deep focus where nothing else in the world matters. And I'm so just like immersed in that face and in that world and those products for that two or three hours, whatever it is. And I feel like I need it for my soul to get. I mean, do you gain inspiration from that too? Like when you're doing that, like when you're like working on something like a new look or something, right? Like maybe like a celebrity, you're working on a brand new look for like an event or something. Do you gain like your inspiration still from those kind of moments? Or do you find like, well, it's kind of, you know, you know what you're doing at this point. So it's, it's not really anything new that you see. It just depends. I mean, I, I mean, I think in general, anyone that I work with inspires me, you know what I mean? I, I just, yeah. I love the women that I work with and and I know I'm, I'm sure I've told you this in the past, but for me, the, the thing that inspires me most is the bare face, the completely bare face when they first sit down and there's absolutely nothing on that is what gets me going. You know, I love to, to even to feel it with my fingers, with my hands and get to know the face and, you know, and start enhancing. And, you know, with my architectural approach, I go into this zone that's very hard to describe in words. Um, and it is very, the whole process is very inspiring. And, and especially that feeling at the end when, you know, when they're so happy and they look in the mirror and you could see their eyes light up and you can see their confidence come alive. And, that's yeah. an incredibly inspiring feeling as well. And that's when essentially like what keeps you going, you know, I and, love that. You know, aside from that, I, I get also inspiration from uh, a lot of things from whether it's from new products, formulas, shades, and then, you know, everything to planting and gardening and architecture and design. And I love all of that stuff and all of it inspires me. I think that's honestly Mario, like no joke. Like that's why I really admire you so much as a makeup um, artist, because you have, this like a very different approach, you know, it's like, I know the first time we spoke, you had talked about your metallics palette at the time, you know, and you were talking to me about how you were so inspired by the human body, you know, and the colors in the human body. And, you know, it was so refreshing to hear that from an artist because, you know, we don't think about those things, right. As consumers, we don't consider like what you just mentioned, for example, like architectural, you know, aspects and these little things that you notice your eye notices, you know, but the general consumer might not. And for you to bring that in to your products and to bring that to us as consumers, I mean, that's phenomenal. And I really, really, really love that about your line and everything that you create. So truly hats off to you for that. It's amazing. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. It means a lot to me. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, and the, the next question is kind of like that, you know, in, in that in that line where I want to know, you know, what has the best part of your journey been so far uh, with the line and maybe even the worst? The best part um, of my journey with a brand or just 
uh, in general or just, just the, the brand? Uh, the brand, mostly the brand, I think, yeah. creation of the brand. Yep. The best part of my journey, my God, there's so many of them, like every day, honestly, but maybe it hasn't even come yet. You know, I, I, I always look at that and those types of questions like, you know, what was the most amazing thing in your career or what, you know, for me, oh, yeah. I always, I always look at it as, is it as if it hasn't happened yet, you know, yeah. okay, sort of appreciating and, and being grateful for everything that has happened, but also anticipating that something great is happening again. You know what I mean? And so like, yeah. it, like yeah. to me, I still look at it, even though the brand I feel like has become so much bigger than me, right. Cause we're all over the world in these countries. And, you know, when I walk outside now, you know, it's it's like every second someone's stopping me, but it's not like, oh, makeup I marrow the person. It's makeup I marrow the brand. Like, oh my God. And then they open their bags and they show me their yeah. product, you yeah. know, ask me questions. And so it's become that so much now. Uh, and the bigger, you know, the more that we expand and the bigger that the brand gets. And so I I would say that actually is one of the most special feelings for me. Cause when I there are certain products for me personally, right? And also I know for for everyone at home too. That truly, when you have that product, that certain product, it does something to you. It makes you feel like secure and it makes you feel confident. Like it's like, it's that one product, you know, that you can't wait, that you can't run out of. You always have to have like a double. My dream yes. is to create that feeling for people. Cause I personally really love that feeling, you know, and whether it's something like for me, the, that one product is my eyebrow pencil. Like I feel safe with that pencil because I don't like to leave the house without that pencil on my eyebrows or on my mustache. Because when you're in your late 30s, early 40s, you know, your hair starts to thin out. And so that's the product for me, for example, that makes me just feel really secure. And I like that feeling. And 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 I want to create products that have that, that give people that feeling. And, and I think that we've been doing that little by little. And, you know, when when a woman stops me on the street and, you know, Mario, your, you know, your, your soft sculpt transforming skin enhancer changed my life. Like, that is my ride or die. Like, I can't leave the house without it. Like that makes me really happy you know i love that yeah no that's actually what i meant too was that you know because the brand has just grown so fast already you know and i know that it's going to continue to grow just as you know rapidly as it has you know from the launch and so i you know i always find it to be so intriguing to learn about you know what those highlights have been you know what i mean in terms of just from the products already released and whatnot but i, I completely hear you that makes total sense and and by the way i am one of those uh consumers i love your products i can't Aww. leave without them <laughs> i throw you. them in all of my bags you know whether it's my hospital bag whether it's my you know personal bag going out i just they're amazing you know it's it's the artistry shows i mean thank there's you. really no other way to say it so yeah it really you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And um, the the worst part, I, I think that was part of your question, like the, the yeah, most difficult yeah. part. Um, yeah. I'll keep it light. I would say it's probably like I, I'm a Libra and I'm very indecisive and I like I I, I like like options and and so it's very difficult for me to not be able to launch more things more more consistently because I'm working on hundreds of things you know uh, simultaneously and so we can only launch so many things and so many collections and we have to space them out and we have to work with the retailers that part for me is a little difficult because i'm like well, no i want to launch this product it's amazing you're like well it's going to be 2025 and i'm like what um <laughs> so that that part for me is, is is the more difficult part of like the brand life you know having the brand and everything yeah, no, that I mean that, that makes sense. I mean, you've got your brains going, you know, you, all the all the ideas are coming. So I can definitely see that. I want to well, share certain of- things with people. I want to share things with people quickly, and I, I tend to be that person that's like always leaking stuff or always like you know sharing too much about it because I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, like just, uh, I mean, I can see that, you know, because I think with any any creative aspect, you know, or any creative process, there's this like feeling of, oh my God, and then this, and then this, and this, and it's just, I can definitely see how that could be hard to, you know, kind of control and keep yourself uh, tied in. But I'm really excited. I know you're going to come out with every product you come out with. It's just like a home run. So, you know, I just can't wait to see how the whole collection comes together and continues to grow. Um, but, you know, uh, one of the things, and I had mentioned this just you know a couple minutes ago was this idea of you having this you know science incorporated into your products and I really want to ask you again you know in a way um, where are there any other cool science facts that you took inspo from when you were creating the newer products I know with the metallics palette like we said you know it was about the colors in the human body um, you, so is there anything else that you would love to share with us um, about that yeah this I'm, trying to, um, I'm trying to think of like what I could share without um without giving it away um <laughs> yeah there's definitely you know like i'm you know i have that side of me that just likes to research like scientific things and like you know especially anything that's having to do with like the human body or nature um i've recently gotten into um i spend a little bit of time like in the country now um and so i've recently gotten into like really heavily into gardening and um I'm like a mad like gardener now, planter. And so like my hands are always in the soil and I'm working on different textures and and creating layers and textures and stuff with, with different plants and shrubs. And so this is a whole new area for me that is also sort of like having an effect on on me, you know, with product development because it, it inspires me so much, the certain textures and colors and, you know, just the way that mother nature works and the way that these things work when you take care of them. And so I'm just, uh, I can't really share too much about how that is, you know, uh, associated with 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 products that are coming in the future. But, yeah. you know, we definitely have some cool uh, concepts like that that are coming that unfortunately I'm not able to share right now because I will get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Someone from your PR team is going to be like, no, cut that out. No, I, I mean, I get you know, it. That's I'm, really cool. <laughs> no, go ahead. What, what were you saying? No, I'm saying I'm, I'm always I'm always making a, a, a mess up, a mistake. I'm always getting out of like you're not supposed to say that. You're not supposed to show that. Um, <laughs> and so I'm trying to be I'm trying to be good here. Yeah, no, I completely understand. Um, and thank you for your transparency about that. Uh, but you know, I'm I sure mean, listen, even even things like like I was mentioning earlier, like the lift and lock technology that that we have um, with the new concealer and stuff. You know, there there's really interesting. Uh, things in product development that went into the concealer, um, ingredients and things like that. And, and also just the, the whole overall sensorial aspect of it. And then how it lasts and sits on the skin and complexion, how it looks, you know, all of that stuff, uh, collectively, um, sort of yeah. makes a big difference in the overall product. And, um, you know, as we launch this product and as we, you know, share our assets and videos and things like that, I think everybody will sort of learn over time, all the things that went on to, went to, into this product. I mean, there's a lot of Things on the science side, like ingredients that I maybe can't remember right now specifically, but there's lots of fancy scientific things with this formula as well that I, I, I'm not going to get into right now. So I don't want to embarrass myself. I'll probably forget all the technical names for them. Oh, no, no, I, I get it. I mean, when you mentioned the caffeine, I immediately knew I was like, see, like he's always thinking in that science direction. So I love that. I love that. I, I'm really excited to see that you do continue to incorporate the science into your products. That is so, I can't stress to you for me personally as a consumer, how important that is because science speaks, 
You know, I think one yeah. of my favorite things is Neil deGrasse Tyson saying science doesn't care, you know, if you like it or not, it's there, you know, you have to acknowledge yeah. it. And I, I love, I love him. I watch him a lot on YouTube. I know, right? <laughs> He's amazing. He's so, uh, he has a thing, like he could just make anyone understand what, like these, these more complicated uh, topics. It's, it's incredible. Like I, I understand everything he says so easily. Well, we're going to have to have a, a little conversation sometime about astrophysics then, because <laughs> <laughs> now I'm excited. But um, no, I, I actually want to know, you know, the next thing on my list is really understanding, you know, what can we really expect from the brand as it goes? You know, will it eventually expand into something like skincare, which would be amazing? Um, mm. Yeah. You know, the answer to that, I don't know. Um, I, not right now. It's kind of important to me. Um, you know, it's similar to like how I kind of approach my career, right? I always like to pace things out and to make sure that I did things in the right timing, not rushing and trying to do too much too quickly, um, yeah. like launching the brand after 20 years of having experience. And so the same thing uh, now with actually having the brand, um, there might be a skin line one day, but we're not ready for that right now. It's like, I definitely want to establish um, Makeup by Mario as a makeup brand first globally. And after that, you know, then maybe, you know, we would introduce especially things that are having to do with, you know, prep and, and complexion, like eye creams and primers and moisturizers and sprays and things like that. I love all of that stuff. Um, and there's so many incredible innovations and labs and, and, and things that are happening right now in that world. So it's all really, really exciting, but it's definitely something that, you know, I don't want to launch skincare, you know, before I have my full set of, you know, I still have to do powders, tinted moisturizers. There's different types of complexion, but there's so many products I still haven't released yet right. um, that we're working on for, for so long. And so I definitely want to establish those products first um, and the brand as a whole. And as we expand into, you know, different, uh, different areas, uh, Asia and, and, um, and Europe and all these places, I want to definitely, you know, first establish it as a, as a makeup brand, not confusing the customer of like, wait, why is he coming out with a skincare product? He's not a skincare, you know? So, yeah. 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 So I think later, later on down the road but right now that's definitely not my focus makes sense makes sense well you know when that day does come uh i'm really excited <laughs> to see but stay tuned for like maybe some like you know some some skincare like sprays and things that like work with your oh. makeup to make it really nice i mean stay tuned to for maybe from stuff like that coming soon okay well don't say too much i don't want you to get <laughs> I know, right? like, <laughs> <laughs> so well, my last, my, my last question for you, Mario, is really kind of rounding out the interview. And it's really actually all about advice, you know, career, life, general advice for the emerging artists. Because as you know, you know, TikTok is blowing up by the day, you know, and every time I get on there, there's a new artist, there's a new aspiring artist, um, somebody who wants to create, create their, their own line. And I really would love for you to just give us your words of wisdom, you know, for all of those creators out there that want to go um, in a similar direction that you decided to go in with your career and um, kind of give them some advice if you could. Now, is it more geared towards like working makeup artists who are out, out there doing clients and brides and things like that? Uh, you know yeah like you know like, like for example if, some, if okay. it's like an artist okay. like he's they're getting started or you know what i mean they want to get started or they are yeah. already in the business and they just it's interesting yet, you know? yeah it's interesting because actually the two worlds mesh now it's like you can't you kind of can't do one without having the social media and all that other stuff um so that the two worlds are, are are mixing and also in the sense that you know a typical let's say makeup artist agent right like where those are the people that you know do all of our deals for us, broker our deals, get us our jobs, our clients. 
Um, what they look at now is your basically your social media. And that's who everyone goes to. They do, they go, they look at your Instagram, they look at your TikTok. And, and that's important because I'll touch on that, uh, you know, probably towards the ending of the answer for this question. But um, there's so many things I could say here, right? Um, but let's maybe hone in on uh, one of something in that in that sort of general topic of giving advice. And I would say one of them is um, the confidence and self-esteem, right? As an artist, a lot of times artists don't have high, you know, a, a very high confidence or they don't have a very high self-esteem, right? And sometimes that can come across when you're working, right, with a client. Um, and that's not a good thing. And that in the sense that I notice a lot of times with artists and with younger artists that they're very like passive in the sense that it's like, oh, do you mind if I use this shade on you? Or I, I bought this new product. I was thinking, are you okay if I use it? It's like, no, don't do that because you're going to make the person who's paying you to, you know, to make them feel and look beautiful, you're going to make them think immediately. I don't really know what doing. I'm going to feel sick there. Like the, this job, you are the expert here. Take the time to do whatever research it is necessary that you need to do beforehand, whether that's look at photos of them, different photos of them. And, and you know, one of the tricks I would always do, you know, with a celebrity client, is, a new celebrity client is I would, look at hundreds of images of them on the red carpet. And then I would pull the ones I didn't like. And so looking at all the ones I didn't like, what is different about this than the one that I like, right? And there's always something you're going to find there um, that was either done in a different way or that wasn't enhancing them in the most beautiful way. And so any little tricks you can do like that beforehand is going to really help to boost up your confidence and so that you feel more secure and that you feel more prepared. But just in general, go in there, even if you are so scared even if you are so intimidated just pretend you know you grab their face you start going to work and you start doing your thing and you notice immediately you can almost feel and see the client relaxing because then in their mind it's almost like okay this person knows what they're doing i don't have to worry but yeah. if you go in there like scared and very passive and very it's over because they're not going to respect you they're not going to feel confident and secure that you are going to take care of the situation you're going to handle it well so that's one very very important thing that not a lot of people talk about um, yeah, yeah. And then social media, I would say the other thing, be careful what you're posting. I can't tell you the past 20 plus years of my career, you probably can't find one clip of me saying a bad word. You probably can't find, you don't, you can't find any controversy of me of anything. And that was very deliberate. You know, I keep my private life private. Um, I am very careful not to go out there and be messy and sloppy and to have a bad reputation because that's the stuff that's, you know, that's, that's going to, you know, not make you get that job. That's the stuff that people is going to, you know, people are going to gossip about, or that's the stuff that's going to turn into controversy where people lose respect. And so, you know, you can have your life on the side, do whatever you want to do, but be professional when you're online, um, especially if you're trying to promote your work, um, because it's a small industry at the end of the day, and everybody knows everybody, or at least sees everyone nowadays on, on social media. So be careful, be professional. I would always say to myself, like, okay, if I had a child or if I had a you know 10-year-old or 12-year-old brother's sister, like would I be okay with them seeing this? Or would I be comfortable with them seeing this? Or would I be comfortable saying or doing this in front of them? If the answer is no, then, then no, don't do it. Um, and that has really served me throughout my career like a lot. Um, and it really has done, you know, it really has done well for me um, in, in that sense, in that it's your career, it's your reputation, you have to protect it. And, and to know the difference between social media and real life. Um, and so use social media to your advantage, but keep it cute, keep it professional, keep it clean. Um, and, um, 
then you will definitely see the, the results of that are going to benefit you. I love that. That is such solid advice. Like I cannot even tell you. I mean, I can definitely resonate with that. I know a lot of us can out there, you know, I think in general across industries, you know, it doesn't matter where you are. I mean, that is such solid advice. And I, I love that you said that because you're right. No one's talking about that. No one says yeah. that to people anymore. And I think they need to, that, yeah. that is the message that needs to be spread. So I thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. Um, and also one more thing, like in today's day and age, you know, I know this is probably a more of a cliche. It's like an overused word, but authenticity, especially in today's day and age, because there are so many people out there and because everyone's trying to be famous and because everyone's trying to get a view or a click, you know, the, 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 the very best thing that you can do is to just be yourself. Don't forever for a second try to compete with that other person. Um, don't, because you'll never be happy. Um, compete only with yourself. That was a lesson I learned from when I was about 17 or 18 years old. Um, tomorrow, you're going to compete with yourself and do better than you did yesterday. Pretend as if no one else matters or exists, right? Don't yeah. care about what everyone else is doing. Let them do them. You do you. And that's what I've done. And that's, I think, a big secret to my success as well, is that I never tried to change myself to pretend I was someone else. I never tried to pretend that I wasn't a child of immigrant parents, that I wasn't from the Bronx, that I wasn't, you know, you didn't grow up poor. You know, I don't do glam makeup. No, I am what I am. And that's what I do. And, and this is who I am. And I think at the end of the day, people love and respect that. I absolutely agree. Wow. Yeah, that is such a statement because you know what? That actually shows. It, it shows in your work and your products. I mean, your products are, you know, one of a kind. They stand, you know, strong on their own two feet. And that shows in terms of the personality behind the products, right? I mean, that it's it resonates throughout all of the work that you do. And I think that that is so important, especially for the youth. I love that you said that, you know, and I'm I'm really excited for you putting that advice out there because the wow. youth right now, I mean, just from my perspective, I also see the same thing. You know, there's a lot of confusion out there. Everyone's trying to mimic everybody else and it's just not working. So I, yeah. you know, I love that you said that and I wholeheartedly agree with you. So thank you. Thank awesome. you for that advice. That's very You're solid. Welcome. Yeah. Well, you know what, Mario, I am just a fan forever. You know, mm -hmm. what can I say? You're truly a genius. And, and I mean that, you know, with all honesty, I love everything that you do. I love the way that you do it, the way that it comes out, you know, when you finally release your products, the way that the you know effect is like, it's an everlasting effect to where, you know, where you had said, you know, you want to have a product that you keep coming back to that you keep buying again and again, because it makes you feel a certain way. That's exactly what I feel every time I use your products. And I know yeah. all of the audience out there who has tried anything from your line can relate to that. So I just want to, you know, just tell you, like, thank you for doing what you're doing. It's really making an impact. And those of us who are fans are forever fans. So <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks a million. You're literally the sweetest person ever. Thank you. No, it's true. It's honesty. Honestly, it's from the heart. And, I, and I'm and i so thankful to you for coming back to the show. For everyone listening, I hope you love this episode as much as you love the part one. And um, yeah, definitely, you know, show up for this concealer launch because I am so excited about the concealer. I can't even tell you. Um, it's going to be great. A little, so thank you. A little sneak peek at the little lab samples I have on my own. Oh, it's so cute. So cute. That's perfect. Oh my God. It's perfect for every bag. Oh, and also we didn't we didn't we didn't mention, but the brush, the, uh, my new F five brush, is a game changer. You guys are gonna love it. It is literally you don't you go like this, you press it, and the product disappears into your skin. It's the most effortless and beautiful, easy to use brush.
You know what? I am. Can I just say thank you for coming out with a concealer brush like that? Because uh-huh. they're always so dainty and weird looking and I can't even use them. So or like pointier, sharp. Yeah. So this mimics your yeah. finger. Basically, it's designed almost like a like a perfect finger and shape where it's going to go into whether no matter which way you turn it, you can turn it this way and go straight. You can turn it this way and go into that crease. You can turn it this way and go into here. It's the most effortless brush ever. I think people are going to really, really love this. Wow, that looks amazing. Yeah, I I know they're going to love it. <laughs> they're yeah. definitely going to love it. That's amazing. And I, I'm so excited to try that concealer. I'm so excited for all of you guys to try that concealer and, you know, chime in and let us know what you think. And if you have any questions at all for uh, Mario's team, definitely chime in and let us know. And we'll pass it along and see if we can get some answers for you. But for real, you know, just I can't wait to see all of your videos, your content that you create, because I know you're going to go crazy over it, just like we went crazy over the foundation, you know, uh-huh. and everything else. So thank, thank you. you again, Mario. And this has been such an honor, truly. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Bye.